So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Thanks for joining us for the Jock to Jock podcast sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall from the Rockwood Away Morning Show. I'll get the punter's perspective on Iowa football from Tori Taylor right after this. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Welcome to this week's show. On our last episode, kicker Drew Stevens had said on a recent podcast that he could school Tory one-on-one in basketball. Now, Tory didn't disagree, but said that Australian rules football and cricket were the sports that he played growing up. Like cricket was actually, funnily enough, the one sport that um, I was good at growing up, but I just didn't enjoy it. Like I thought, you know, I got to like 15, 16, all my mates were going to the beach or they were catching up with one another on a Saturday and I was standing in the outfield for six hours when it's 90 degrees. I just thought, you know what, I'm not enjoying this, so like, why am I doing it? And it's funny, I got asked that in media before, like, do you enjoy punk? I said, trust me, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Providing a punter's perspective on Iowa football, Tori Taylor. Yeah, I like the t-shirt, by the way. That's Thank you good. very much. Is that pandering? No. Oh, look at yours. What do you, what's the teddy bear? What is that? Ralph Lauren teddy bear. Well, that's fantastic. Is that a gift? I'm not just a pretty face, Brian. No, I bought it in Vegas actually a few years ago. You gave me some homework. I was too go after Australian rules football. We talked about the Richmond Tigers on the last episode. Yep. You had assigned me to name the best player, uh, the number, where they were from. Yep. Tori, I came up with two individuals. So I, I'm going to give you both of these and see if they're the correct answer, according to Tori okay. Taylor, the yep. number one fan of the Richmond Tigers in Iowa at this time. I came up with Kevin Bartlett, Number 29, from mm-hmm. Carlton, Victoria, Australia. Played 403 games, had 778 goals as a, I believe, a rover. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Did I get it right? Well, that's not who I was thinking of. Okay. I, I, also, I have two. So this is the other one I'm going to throw out. Matthew Richardson, number 12. No. Played 282 games and had 800 goals out of Devonport, Tasmania. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Okay, so why am I wrong? What did I miss? No, I'm going to leave it with you, Brian. What did I? What? What class? One of the greatest players of all. He's still playing. Okay. Still playing. One of the greatest players to ever put on a Richmond jersey, let alone step foot on an AFL field. What do you classify? as being one of the best. Is it not the goals in uh, Aussie football? No, not the goals. 
what should I be looking for as far as a stat or is it not the stats? It's not necessarily the stats. It's just there are some accolades he's won the last few years. So I'll leave that with you. Well, damn. But I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell you. So we'll go again next week. Okay. Well, I'm glad yeah. I did extra credit then because well, on you don't get any credit. Well, let me give you this. On Sunday, I woke up. And I'm turning on my television to find, you know, ESPN or whatever. And I see right there on my screen, India versus Australia. Australia won cricket. Mm -hmm. And your friend Brian, I watched about a combined 90 minutes of cricket, a game that I have no idea what I was watching to begin with. But seeing individuals like Travis Head, Manus Labashane, and I see that there's several individuals on the team that I didn't realize were from Victoria. In this, they were in India for the the Cricket World Cup, and 120,000, quite frankly, uh, (laughs) you were playing away, Australia Mm -hmm. was, and just destroyed India. Yeah. Now, I have a few questions real quick. I'm not that big of a cricket fan, though, so I didn't even know what happened. I just had a couple couple of my mates stayed here this weekend, and they told me. They had determined that it was 241 to win. Yeah. Does that number change in the game of cricket? Well, as you get more runs, it becomes less. Is 241 the goal for every cricket match, or am I saying the... No. Okay. No, it depends how much the other team scores. I got you. If you hit it and nobody touches it, just goes a little ways, do you get a point for that? Yeah, you got to run. Every time that you run to the other end, that's one run. Okay. And then if you hit it to the boundary along the ground, it's four. And if you hit it on the full, it's six. And what is, uh, when somebody gets, it looked like somebody caught the ball and they had wicket come up and on the screen. That person's out. And that's out? Yeah, that person's out. Oh. Well, these conversations just frustrate me. Why? No, I shouldn't say frustrate. But I'm saying the general comment, if I was to have a conversation with someone, like I really appreciate the fact that you've gone out there and watched it. Like mm-hmm. That's awesome. But like when people be like, well, what's Australian football? Like what, what's cricket? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That stuff bothers me. Like that's, that's why the rest of the world hates Americans. Like that stuff right there. You I, know what I mean? I'm trying to be the one that Australians don't hate. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you'd be very well respected amongst the Australian community, Brian. My son happened to be sitting right next to me and he really wasn't paying attention much. But then he goes... This is like a like baseball in golf, and I go no. This is called cricket, and I said there's a lot yes. of things. I said to him, it's the second most popular sport in the world, which is why 120,000 were in attendance, and I was absolutely astounded just when uh, one of the Australian batters, I think if it was Travis Head, got out, and you heard the place just go nuts, and I'm going, yeah, this is cool, watching mm-hmm. them dressed up. Their faces are painted, a lot like what we do here in the States, but there was more, and there was chance going on. And I was just like, I'm into it. My 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 son goes, he's now he's on this kick where he's rating things out of 10. I give the cricket a 7 out of 10. <laughs> That's not bad. No. That's not bad. <laughs> so, we got to get it up a little bit the more he watches it. So I told him, I said, well, if we're going to watch any team, we're going to watch the Australian team because they have their own commentators Best that we can world. understand. And did I see... I know you said you're not a cricket fan, but I believe six championships for Australia, something along those lines. Probably. 
usually are the best in the world. It's either us, India, or sometimes England. They're in there. Um, yeah, it's usually us or India, though. So, uh, folks, you've heard two things that you have to pay attention to. Australian rules football, Richmond Tigers specifically, and now the Australian cricket team. Exactly. You ready to talk a little bit about uh, college football and, oh, I don't know, the important game that happened this last week? Absolutely. Let's get to it. Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week for a third time. Congratulations on that honor. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, yeah, pretty cool. I feel there's no harm in winning those honors, I suppose. But yeah, I don't, yeah, don't worry about that stuff too much. So let's start with getting up that day. Was it routine for you or a little bit different because it's senior day? Nah, that you're right. I just tried to keep it the same as much as I could because at the end of the day, it's still like another day at the office. You know what I mean? It was business business as usual. Um, that's the way I kind of went about it. Yeah, it was a little different going there and going to the hotel and waking up in the hotel for the last time. That was obviously pretty wouldn't say emotional, but, you know, it was certainly different that time knowing it was the last time. I'm never going back there. But, yeah, it was really just business as usual on Saturday. What was in your headphones as you're walking into Kinnick for the last time? Oh, what was I playing? I reckon I was playing Borderline by Tame Impala. Interesting. Yeah, I reckon. Good, good. Not that much of a pump-up song, but, like, little chill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was there a little more juice in your step because of what this meant to you being the final game inside Kinnick to play? No, because I try to just be as relaxed as I can. Um, but in saying that, you know, my dad was there, two of his mates were there, two of my mates were there. So that was obviously cool. And yeah, it was just a, it was a fun day in the end. The Iowa football team posts on the Instagram and you posted it on yours. The video of you coming out onto the field, Kinnick was loud. Yeah, that was that was pretty special. That's when I was like, you know, this is one of like the coolest moments of my life. And I remember I rang my mom after the game because she's obviously back home. Because my dad's like, can you ring your mom? And she was just hysterical, crying. Um, she's like, I wish I was there. I wish I was there. Um, but she, yeah, she must have obviously seen the video because yeah, it was a very very cool uh, video for sure. It'd be I've been lying if I said I haven't watched it a few times. Not not just because I'm in it. But it's just a cool video. And um, I did message the guy um, that did the video and I said, oh, thanks a lot. Like, that's really awesome. Like, I'll have that forever. Like, it's really special. Like, me and my family and things like that. So, yeah, it was a very, very special moment. You know, everyone kind of leading up to the game was like, oh, like, they're going to go crazy for it. They're going to go crazy. Well, I hope they go crazy for everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just a really special moment in general. But then once the balls kicked off, it was really just another game. What does it mean to have the Iowa fan base welcome this man from Melbourne like one of their own? Oh, it certainly, it really means a lot, you know. Um, probably, it's kind of hard to put into words because I'm not necessarily friends with the fans, but it's kind of been like my family since I got here, especially everyone within the building. But just the way the Iowa community has kind of rallied around myself really means a lot because it really just gives you a high degree of confidence. You know what I mean? You're not really going out there going, oh, you know, they're, they're going to boo me or they're going to be against me if I don't do this or I don't do that. They've kind of just had my back um, since the start, which I really, really appreciate. And, yeah, just the reception on the weekend 
um, was really, really cool. And like I said, it will be a moment that um, I wish I could relive. I'll never be able to, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. With the game itself, eight punts, 413 yards, a 51.6 average, long of 59, and two inside the 20. How did you feel about the performance against Illinois? It was probably my best game that I've ever played, and people will, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of my buddies back home, um, Mackenzie Morgan. He's really helped me out a lot this year, punting like from a technical point of view and, and the mental approach as well. And I kind of said to him, I was on the phone this morning to him at like 6 a.m., because it was evening back home. And I just said, you know, no one would have any idea, but that was probably the best game that I've ever played because I hit four spirals. One of them was okay, and three of them were really, really good. And I don't think people – I probably said it on here before to the millions of listeners. People probably don't really quite grasp how hard it is to hit a spiral. So to be able to kind of do that consistently throughout a game is quite difficult. So I was really, really happy to walk away knowing that I did that. You know, someone, if I hit like a 43-yard punt to the one or something, everyone thinks like, everyone goes crazy. Everyone thinks that that's awesome. But me being able to go out there and hit like a 53-yard, like 4-8, 4-9 hang time punt like I did three times or two or three times, that stuff is what gets me excited because that's a lot harder to do and that's how you kind of make the transition um, to the next level of that, and that's what you need to be able to do. So to be able to go out and do that in the last game, yeah, it was pretty pretty special. And just, yeah, it gives you a high degree of confidence moving forward, which is really important. What was Coach Wood's final words to you on the field after that game? Um, oh, well, we found it, it was weird. So there was probably about a minute to go, and... I had a like slight tear in my eye and he was walking towards me with a slight tear in my eye and he kind of just looked at me and walked the other way um, just because, you know, we didn't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But then, you know, when we took the time out and then the game was basically over, we just hugged it out and both pretty much just cried on each other's arms and he was just like, you know, man, like you're awesome, really appreciate everything you've done. And I pretty much just said the same. And um, yeah, it was a really, really special moment because he was the one that, went out there and recruited me from Australia and I'd be absolutely nothing without him. And I feel like I've probably said it a few times this year. He's really, really helped me this year because, you know, everyone thinks it's great. Like I won the special teams and things like that, but there's so much more than that goes into it than just three hours on a Saturday, you know, and he's really, really helped me off the field um, just being here. But then, you know, I've had, I've had my fair share of shit punts this year and he's yet yeah, not once has he ever you know, crack the shits and like, you know, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this or why are you doing that? Like, you've got to be better, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's really just understood that sometimes you got to take a couple of steps back before you can move forward or sometimes people are just in a slump. So that's kind of what I've been really, really grateful for this year is just his support. And, um, yeah, he really means a lot to me and certainly my family. And it was a special moment having him out on the field before the game as well. So in your phone, will you keep Coach Woods' number there for perpetuity? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure I'll be, he's a, he's the one guy I, uh, I call for a lot of things. So yeah, he's a, he's a good man. And, um, my mates met him on, on Saturday as well. And yeah, they loved him. Did you have any idea that they were coming? Yeah. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. They, they told me it was weird though. Tuesday, cause I spoke to them a couple of weeks ago and they said, yeah, we're going to try and get up there. We're going to try and get up there. And I spoke to them Monday and they said, oh, we're still trying to figure it out. And then 
it was like 8 15 8 30 on tuesday night and i usually go to sleep around 8 30 and it was 8 20 or so i reckon and i had my, my do not disturb on i put my alarm set my alarm like turned up my volume and things like that and just checked my messages one last time and they sent me a message saying like oh we're coming up friday and i couldn't go to sleep for like an hour and a half <laughs> no i'm not even joking isn't that sad but yeah. i was that excited um to see them and then yeah so they came up friday they went out friday night sent, they were sending me pictures i woke up this morning saturday night and i was like oh god what have they gotten up to uh, yeah. um yeah a few interesting stories they're probably better off off air sure yeah they love the game uh and then yeah we all went out saturday night and it was just an absolute blast one of the best weekends i've had since i've been here and you did, please tell me you did bring your father along with you yeah, he came out for a little bit, but he didn't. They didn't really like it because he's the two older guys, obviously in their mid fifties, and it, yeah, just yeah, that wasn't their vibe. I don't think hanging around with a bunch of eighteen to twenty-two year old boys and girls. Yeah, fair statement. Nebraska, you mentioned this that this rivalry game is a little different than the others. What are you looking forward to? What do you not care about? What do you What are you ready for on the Nebraska game? I'm looking forward to kind of going there and playing in that environment. It's a fun environment. But I'm actually looking forward to kind of playing in a crappy weather game because we haven't really had that this year. Haven't haven't really played in the cold, you know. It's obviously windy every week. But I'm just really looking forward to that challenge, you know, just being able to prove that you can do it in, in all conditions no matter what. And it's pretty crystal clear there, five and six. We can stop them from going to a bowl game. And there's nothing more than... We'd love that, but we're also just trying to improve and get better as a football team and as a group, and I'm trying to improve individually and personally, and it's, like I said, it's going to be a great opportunity this weekend to do that. Well, Friday the game is. Yeah, everyone's excited to get out there. It's certainly a short week. It's a little weird because the schedule's kind of changed and we're starting later. You know, it feels like if you told me it was like 10.30 a.m. now, I'd believe you, but it's, yeah, it's 1 o'clock. It's weird. So not only the Nebraska game, the Big Ten Championship. Which team yep. do you would you rather face? I mean, we haven't seen oh, them play yet. They're both great teams, you know. They're both going to bring challenges. I mean, you got Michigan's got Michigan might have one of the best teams I've certainly seen since I've been here in the Big Ten. Just complete, you know. Defense is ridiculous. Really, really good on special teams. Like really, really good on special teams. Um, and then you got JJ McCarthy and Blake Corum. Like JJ's probably he's going to go close to winning the Heisman. But then you look at Ohio State. Um, you know, everyone kind of said, "Oh, this is the year Ohio State's going to take a step back." Blah blah blah. And they haven't really done that at all. Like you look at Marvin Harrison Jr., who you throw the ball within the vicinity, he catches literally everything, absolutely everything. Um, again, they're a good special teams outfit, really good defense. So, to answer your question, I don't really know. I'm really, I'm really not sure. But whoever we do play is going to bring a bunch of challenges, and they're going to be certainly hard to beat. This is indoors uh, yeah. for, for the Big Ten championship. Um, how will that affect your punting? Uh, it will only help. I'm looking forward to it. There'll be no, no weather to worry about. No nothing whatsoever. Hit the ceiling. It's going to hit the ceiling. Uh, just what uh, no, it's a very, very big, big ceiling. I've I've seen how uh how big your leg is. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't doubt. Are you ready for dumbass nah, or Drongo? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, this one here, 
You're coming into this one 30 and 42 so far. And not bad, not bad. the chance to get an additional four with these two stories. Police officer answered a noise complaint call in the city. When he arrived to break up the party, the women started chanting, Stripper! 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 The officer took it well, but not sure he's going to join the troop that are competition to the Chippendales. The second story. Car thief was caught by police trying to hide in a porta potty off a golf course. A quick-thinking golfer pushed over the porta potty with the fugitive inside. This happened in a city called Glendale. Uh, it is in the Big Ten, and it is a Big Ten school the Iowa football team has beat this year. So, Wait, what? Glendale. Well, the second one, Glendale. Mm-hmm. Well, that's obviously in America. There you go. So dumbass. Mm-hmm. You're making it too easy, Brian. I'm trying to see if you can get the extra points here. Because the twos, you've been nailing those. Well, Glendale's in Arizona, isn't it? Big Ten school that you beat this year. I know, but I thought there is a Glendale in Arizona, isn't there? There is, but that doesn't have a Big Ten school with it. No, no, that's what I was thinking. Um, Can you give me another clue? That's hard. Glendale, I've only ever heard of it in Arizona, but I know it's not that. Well, think about what Big Ten schools the Iowa football team has defeated this year. No, I know, but there's a few. I'm going to go with Michigan State. Final answer? That or Wisconsin, I reckon. I'm going to go with Wisconsin, actually. Final answer? Yeah. Correct. Let's go. Now let's go with the Drongo. I thought I gave it away with the troop that are competition to the Chippendales. That troop being Thunder nah. from Down Under. Where are they from? It's an all-male review. Male strippers or Chippendales. What is, what's the Australian equivalent? Thunder from Down Under. Where are they from? I've got no idea. Victoria. You think? Final answer? Yep. Nope. Whereabouts? Sydney, New South Wales. <laughs> oh, of course. Yep. Three out of the four today. That brings you to 33 out of 46 on the dumbass or Drongo. Bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. An update on Patrick McCaffrey and the double-double dumbass. He gets three different schools to choose from. He gets the schools right every time, but he doesn't assign them to the right story. So yeah, he's, yeah. he started 0-6. Ah, oh, good. <laughs> Tori, I have to ask this question. We've got one more Jock to Jock podcast coming up. Now, you get to decide. Do you want to do it after the Nebraska game? Do you want to do it after the Big Ten championship? Or do you want to do it before the bowl game? Uh, I think let's do it next week after the Nebraska game. Perfect. We'll do that, and we'll wrap everything up for this season and the Jock to Jock podcast. Sounds great. Thanks again for the time on this one, Tori. I appreciate it. Likewise, Brian. Thank you. You heard it, folks. Next week is the final Jock to Jock podcast featuring Tori Taylor. We've had him on for two seasons, so if you haven't heard any of the previous episodes, go back in the archives. You can find them on rock108.com and wherever you get your podcasts. The Jock to Jock podcast is sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. We'll catch you next week. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! 
Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so? 